from January the 1st to June the 30th. Incomplete picture, obviously. But 41% of the crashes that we had this year in the first six months were under the influence of alcohol or drug-impaired drivers. And the conclusion from this, with, of course, our road toll continuing to climb, is that the battle against drink driving is failing, despite all the award-winning television ads that we've had. Because 40% of our fatalities this year so far, drink driving or maybe drug driving. And there have been suggestions today that there needs to be some changes about this, that what we've got is not working at all. So here is one suggestion, and I'm going to put it to you. The um, drink driving level of alcohol in your blood system. The suggestion from Break, which is a lobby group and charity, is that it should be zero. And today I feel like I'm going to support that. We do this for our restricted drivers. They're not allowed to have any alcohol they drive. Where was the last time? I can't tell you the last time. I had a glass of wine or a beer and then drove. In fact, I just don't. I have learnt over time. Maybe it's because I'm older and maybe because I'm a little bit more organised um, that I know that uh, whether I'm going to be having a drink, you know, on a Friday or whatever. But I just do not drink and drive. You can't catch me. It's impossible. So a zero blood alcohol level, fine by me. I'm going to be the first caller that agrees with your stance, by the look of things. I think zero, um, zero limit is what we should be aiming for. Absolutely. I've been involved in an emergency service, and I've been to a couple of fatal car accidents. Mm. One of them was certainly alcohol-related, but both of them were avoidable. And my other point is that it's going to eliminate any doubt you won't have a scenario, and I don't mean to point names, but it's a high-profile one that's at the paper today mm. with the Fox. Mm-hmm. Said, I only had six glasses of wine. I thought I'd be all right. <laughs> you had a zero limit. You can't use that excuse. It's gone. You know. One glass, your history. Yeah. Well, you history, but, you know, you can't drive. Yeah. So it's, it's going to eliminate that question of doubt, hopefully within people, about whether they're okay or not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I just say, actually, Break the Charity did not actually suggest zero, but they suggested 20. Um, okay. Okay, right. so 20 milligrams per 100 uh, milliliters of blood. Okay, so currently um, we are at 50 per 100 mils or 250 micrograms per liter of breath. They were suggesting 20. The interesting thing I find about this, Blair, is it's perfectly okay for us to think this is great for drivers under 20 because for drivers under 20, there is a zero alcohol limit. So, yeah, that, and we tolerate that and we agree with that. And, of course, oh, really, the Rue got caught out with that, didn't she not? Um, but, you know, we, 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 we think this is fine. And yet these are 18-year-olds who can go off and fight in wars and vote and get married and have a beer after work. But we actually say to all of them, if you're under 20, sorry, zero alcohol limit. So why not extend that to everybody? Exactly. And just in response to the text that went on about an emergency, having to go somewhere in an emergency, um, why potentially create another emergency and not, you know, not get to arrive at your original emergency? Yeah. I mean, let's say if it's an emergency, you're not thinking straight anyway, you're panicking, 
um, you know, people are uh, inhibited a little bit by because they've got all sorts of things going through their head about what they're going to find. <laughs> Why fuel that with a bit of alcohol as well? It doesn't make sense. I don't think it's a valid argument. And hello, Marlon. Hi. Uh, just a couple of things. Um, it just occurred to me, a lot of people go to parties this time of the year and their intention is to get sloshed or whatever they want to call it. And they haven't really thought about how they get home, so, you know, they take the risk. And personally, you know, if they, if they bring in zero, I, I'd go with that. We'd, we'd taxi to the restaurant or wherever we're going to eat if we wanted to drink a glass of wine. But my point is with children... My wife and I may have over two hours at a restaurant, two glasses of wine each, and then we may go for quite a long walk with the girls and enjoy that. And more often than not, this time of the year, I get pulled over by a booze bus. And my girls are like, oh, Dad, you've been drinking. Yeah. But I say, look, no, I know I'm totally fine. And I breathe into the thing, and every time, so far, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. No, drive on, drive on. And it's just the girls are learning that, you know, within you know, modest limits. But if I could make another comment, it's just occurred to me, I had a client in America where I was working recently, and photography client, and he went home about one o'clock and he got pulled over and he was way over the limit. Yep. Major, major incident for him. So I met the sheriff of the town the next day, who I happened to know, and I said, what would happen to me a Kiwi, this is in Michigan, America, if you pulled me over drunk or over the limit? And he said, well, you'd be in prison overnight till you sobered up. Then we would take your passport, and if there was any thought of you not returning to America to face your charges, you simply would have to stay here.